0: to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to support the things that you do like, form your own opinions, buy records if you like them, go see bands. We're not trying to be professional critics or make objective value judgments here. We're not trying to be tastemakers. We're just going to put new stuff in front of you and ask you to engage with it however you so choose. Uh, the format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener-submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven of them per episode to listen to that's all there is to it we're back after a bit of a hiatus i already explained that on a previous episode as far as like preamble this week goes i was thinking about it on my drive over here and i was like man neither of us has anything happy or fun to share no there's (laughs) a lot
1: there's a lot to talk about well a couple things yeah
0: first off yeah my dad died sure right yeah so that's
1: out there yeah I like to keep things private, sure. Um, anybody that kicked in, yeah, I really do appreciate that I it, it fucking kills me to expose my private life that way, for sure. but you uh, you made my sisters cry. there you go. so there you go, uh, thanks a ton, um, and uh, yeah, my dad died, and I went home and um, all I got was uh, broken toys and nightmares. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I got a,
0: I got a, you got a couple T-shirts out of the deal. I, well,
1: yeah, well, I mean, they were always mine. I just sure. found them. Yeah, right. But you, you dug them up anyway. Right? I dug them up. You know, so whatever. I mean, it, it's the longest I'd been back in PA for yeah. like a stretch of time since I moved away. Sure. So that was cool. Got to connect with some old friends. Got to actually like slow down and and uh, live that life for a minute. Sure. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you this. I am probably the straight edge world authority on delta 8 delta 9 thca and other products like that
0: that's true yeah that's true <laughs> yeah because um, you were uh, helping i
1: helping had, I had to help out. some family members yeah. out with with the shop yeah. and um boy you know you got to answer questions yeah you know more than probably you ever expected you might know about yeah. that thing at least i've I, I i can at least uh explain to the curious customer what the difference between indica and sativa is <laughs> There you go. What is Delta 8? Well, this is what Delta 8 is. What about Delta 9? Well, this is what Delta 9 is. How can you sell THCA? Well, you see, the A there is a very
0: important difference between THC and
1: THCA. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, I never never knew you would be able to tell me so much about this topic. Dude, I was slinging bud like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) There you go. You were a bud tender. I was. (laughs) Pretty cool. I was. (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, other than that, I guess um, for our few Patreon subscribers that have not yet sent me your address, I think there's like eight to ten of you. Check your messages on Patreon. I know that it's probably not uh, natural to do so. You probably never even interface with the actual Patreon website. Because it's um, awful. Because it's not very good and not very user-friendly. But I sent everybody a DM quite like a month ago at, the, at this point. Um, and uh, everybody's tapes are in the mail except for the people who I didn't get addresses back from. So shoot me a message. Uh, give me your current address and I'll get the rest of everybody's tapes in the mail. Thank you to everybody who's ordered a feed aside cassette, who is not a Patreon subscriber. We moved a lot of them at uh, the show that we, that they played in Fort Wayne. They bought a lot of copies wholesale off of us because they have a bunch of out of town shows. So we don't have a ton of copies left in the web store, but we do still have some. So if you're interested in young Fort Wayne death metal, um, Buy a copy. It's on our Big Cartel. I think it's just demo. Don't let the Fort Wayne stop you. If you're just yeah, if you're interested yes. in yeah. in good death metal played
1: by young folks. Right, yeah, yes, right? that's true. That don't hopefully that. don't ruin their lives before they can achieve success. Right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Right? For sure. Check it out. Yeah, or don't ruin their lives in the endless pursuit of achieving success and then well, never actually doing Sure, so. that's what I mean.
1: Yeah. Like, however you're going to ruin it, right? Sure. Married and kids, fucked. Right, yeah. Right? <laughs> right. There's a lot of different right? paths. Drugs, yeah. you're fucked. Sure. Alcohol, you're fucked. Right. Decide you don't like death metal, you're fucked. Yeah, that's true. Say some off-the-wall <laughs> shit, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that, There's that a too. lot of land. Minds between
0: where they are And success That's true And hopefully they navigate it I hope so man Death Metal is having a Having a good moment They're friends with uh, With some of the bands On uh, the Maggot Stomp roster They're a very good band The Especially for a debut EP, and as young as some of those kids are, it's genuinely impressive. I wouldn't be surprised if they got picked up by a a legitimate label sometime in the next year, and they're already hitting the road next month. I think we're playing, my band Colossal Man's playing a show with them in Dayton, and that's in midst of a larger run that they're doing with their other band moloch um so well worth checking out even if you don't buy a tape it's on our band camp it's on their band camp it's on spotify feed aside nurtured by hate it's very good there was so much that fucking happened while i was gone
1: that we could have talked about but now the moment is past. the moment's
0: long past on everything yeah it's all passe it's all done for a while we all thought ufos were coming yeah sure i helped. didn't i i knew f- i knew from jump dude <laughs> something was up right? <laughs> yeah, for yeah of sure. course yeah. but like
1: collectively right yeah the the the, the, the royal all, we all sure yes right oh shit yeah right? nothing happened no absolutely no uh matter. we just just to just to make sure that i get my two bits in here yeah we are officially fucked with ai oh absolutely Like that is ruinous 100 enjoy it while you can was a nice life. It's yeah. gonna be fucking terrible. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's only gonna get worse. I mean, we have crossed the Rubicon.
0: Yeah, any consensus on reality is uh, is officially gone now. Right, right. We're done. We're fucked. We're fully there's, fucked. There's it. literally, there's there's no application of this shit. Yeah
1: it is not entirely malicious 100 yeah
0: uh, or, uh, or unnecessary right right yeah yeah at at best at best it's for the lulls at, yeah. at worst it's going to be used to manipulate the way you perceive right. reality right and is already actively is doing And so has been because there's like, ai algorithms <laughs> at work in all of the social media that you use and how it, is what it chooses show it to AI? show you. you'll never know you'll never <laughs> you will never know you'll never fucking know AI. it might be that good right right you you don't know the we're, singularity we're, is upon us already. so
1: completely fucked i i watch in horror as people treat it like a fucking toy yeah yeah yeah, for sure yeah it's, right? it's wild it should be treated it should be treated as the alien
0: scourge that it is for sure <laughs> yeah for sure man it's it's not good it's no. really really unnerving and uh and it can be very easily, it's at a point, too, where it can be very easily manipulated by malicious parties. It's still that's very vulnerable only way, to exploitation. That's the only
1: way, reason it fucking exists. Yeah, for sure. Right? Unless unless you're like a theoretical, you know, physicist. Right. Or like, you know, a materials
0: engineer. Sure.
1: There's no fucking reason for that.
0: No, not at all, man.
1: <laughs> no. No. Oh, wow. Look, we can edit that fucking movie. So it looks like Jonah Hill and that chick fucking kissed. Sure right yeah who gives a shit
0: indeed indeed right and then also of course toxic chemicals pouring into the of sky and the river and yeah the, and i mean i mean it, it really it mean it really has been
1: um a ruinous month it really has dude <laughs> yeah for sure right. in so many respects yeah god god damn north South southern yeah and what they've done in east palestine and what 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 they'd happily do to us all if they could
0: <laughs> indeed yes indeed the overlords are officially operating fully with impunity in broad daylight yeah right it is what it is now we're all done yeah <laughs> but hey the last of us is pretty good <laughs> so tune in tune in next sunday <laughs> yeah for sure consume consume your soma quietly yeah. and happily hey
1: they on the last episode they just promoted the com- communism so at least there's that that's right thank wow. god A- at least at least mass entertainment is still
0: charging forward yes yeah that's right for sure to, certainly the executives at the top of that company are in full approval of the ideas that you're lauding on the internet that are owned by the people who want to enslave you with ai hey were those people in that episode even really there who knows who knows we'll never know <laughs> who knows they might not even be actors who knows if they exist right <laughs> yeah for sure so, fuck it. Fuck it indeed. Why don't we why don't we listen to some why don't we listen to some music and take our minds off of the suffering that seems to be We inflict upon ourselves. Indeed, it seems to be raining down around us. Um, so let's get right into the queue then cuz I I promise you I don't have anything good or nice to say <laughs> this you week. You know,
1: I feel so I feel so fucking like just I didn't get my fix on new bands for a month. Sure, yeah. And I feel completely out of the loop because that's how fast shit moves.
0: Yeah, it does move incredibly fast, no doubt. I don't think you've even heard my new band yet. Colossal Man? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Oh, okay, right on. There you go. How'd you, how'd you like it? Tell, tell, tell them live on the air. It's pretty good. Okay, thanks. I'm glad See, you like it. T- t- now, pretty good. Yeah. That means it's good
1: yeah for sure pretty good it's good hey
0: that's pretty good there, there you go we say that i think that's a good point that's that's it's important to point out because sometimes on this show we'll be like hey that's pretty good and people are like Whoa. oh come on that's an endorsement right hey, that's, that's like, pretty holy good holy
1: shit that's the best fucking thing i ever fucking heard since five minutes ago yeah
0: dude like we listen to so much music and we have both been in this for a long time by by happily saying hey this is pretty good that's a pretty glowing no, endorsement. Not only yeah. that,
1: but saying, "Hey, anything is pr- like, especially with that little up, like yeah. uplift, like, hey, that's pretty good." Yeah, for sure. And it's like, man, eh, it's pretty good. Yeah, 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 right. you know? exactly. Yeah, right, it's pretty good. Yeah, you know. But if I, if, if like I'm eating food, yeah. and I'm asked, "What do you think?" I go, eh, "It's pretty good." Yeah, for sure. That's, That's fucking good. Yeah, <laughs>
0: absolutely. Yeah. Right, sure. I ain't gonna fan your balls in, yeah, like, I don't, you know, yeah. like, obviously there's better shit out there. For, of course. Sure, yes. Right? Especially over the course of the last 40 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no doubt. So there you go. Pretty good means, yeah, cool, man. Yeah. Awesome job. <laughs> did a, did great. So first up in the queue tonight, we have got Money with 3AM Eternal i find it hard to believe that money has not been i was used gonna say there's, there's,
1: I, was, I was like is this is this a cover but actually that's not a fucking track
0: on here no no so this was sent in by alex uh from uh who lives down in texas this is an austin-based band then we have got uh, a solo project Sam Seeger with uh, just a single song but it looks like there's there's a lot of other material to draw from here loser life experience this was sent in by somebody who simply identified himself as dumb guy in his email and I think his email was something like dumb little retard man or okay. something <laughs> something along those lines yeah, so that's so, my work email yeah so so dumb guy sent this over said that it's like fuzzy Fuzzy, fun, catchy stuff, and that the individual who does this also makes, like, really stupid, uh, like, animated YouTube videos, He looks like a fun guy. There's a nice picture of him right there. He does look like a fun guy, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's got, like, a a reel-to-reel in the background, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's, well, it is a reel-to-reel, but it's a robot. It's It's a a robot. Well, based on the time period that that robot existed in, it's actually a robot. A robot. Or as they would it say is. on like, the Twilight Zone. It is a robot. Uh, that's a robot. Uh, then we've got Citrus with their Demo 23. This is a band from uh, my Indiana brain wants to say Montpelier, Montpelier, France, yeah. but I'm sure it's Montpellier. <laughs> Something along those lines, I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> um, this was sent in by Blake, who said it's some good French crust crusty stuff. Then we've got Something You're Not with Downfall. This is a band from Michigan who was sent in by one of the members of the band, I'm not sure who. Um, I know that we've had one of the members' other bands like on the show years ago, and and I don't think we liked it very much. Um, But there was a lot of self-deprecation in the email. They said something like, listen to our stupid band who sucks and is even more worthless than we are. So I don't know if they were trying to kind of like front load the email uh, so that we'd go easier on them or whatever, like, but Hey, check it out. We yeah, think we're pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And if you don't think that you're pretty good, then stop doing it and certainly, don't send it into a place where it's going to be publicly consumed by more people if that's how you really feel about the music that you're making. Buck up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Be, right? be a, be I'm, I'm telling you right be now. Be a man
1: or a woman or a thing, I'm, I'm but gonna, buck up. It's not going to be long before you're going to have to have a lot more confidence in yourself because yeah. uh, AI is going to ruin life. Yes. <laughs> yes
0: that's exactly right. So you Good, better. goodbye, Internet. Yeah, you better turn it around, man. Uh, then we have got Cell Ray, which evidently, if, if the name of this record record title is to be believed is short for Cellular Raymond. Okay. And and I'm going to assume that Cellular Raymond is the guy on the front of this. Yeah. (laughs) Lifting what looks like a flower, like a weight.
1: Branches. Yeah. Yeah. He's holding some branches. I
0: I really like the look of this already. I do Um, too. This was sent in by Matthew, uh, who said that it's really good, didn't really say much about it, but just by looking at it in the name, I can probably infer a few things. Then we have got Life in Vacuum with Lost. This is a band out of Toronto. Um, This was sent in by TJ, who sends in a lot of good stuff. He sent us, like, Speed Plans, Ex pilots uh, Living World. He sends in a lot of good Pittsburgh stuff, and we hung out with him the last time that we were all in Pittsburgh as a band. Sick dude, known him for a long time, good taste. I assume this is probably good as well. Uh, Then we have got Cold God with God Get Me the Fuck Out of Here. This was sent in by George, so... I know about this band and I've had a few people recommend it to me and I I know one of the guys who plays in this band their guitarist George um, just via the internet a little bit. I sold him a Carhartt jacket once. Um, I think we mutually made fun of each other on the on Twitter years ago. Um, seems like a funny cool dude and I know that this is a shoegaze band of some sort that's on uh, uh, Dias Records uh, so I don't know if it's any good but I've had a lot of people tell me it is. Then we have got Pest Control with Don't Test the Pest. This is a band out of the UK. It was sent in by Rory. Uh, they're on Qual quality control, which is already a, a pretty glowing endorsement as far as I'm con- concerned. And it was described to me as kind of crossovery, mm-hmm. which it looks like. Quality
1: and control and seems like a lot of stuff coming from the UK in that vein is uh, going through a very extended crossover
0: phase. For sure. Which yes. is fine. Yeah. As no, long no, as it's good. Not mad about that. Uh, then we have got uh, Frozen Blood with Revenge. Um this is something that you said you you were familiar with, um, and it was really good. Uh, our buddy mm-hmm. John sent this in, and it's uh, Chilean, Chilean death metal, two-man death metal stuff.
1: Yeah, I really I heard this last year. I heard a couple, couple tracks. Yeah, I don't think I heard like this full five-song release. Okay. Um, and yeah, I thought it was pretty sick. I yeah, was this, gonna this just it, came out this month. So. I was going to give it a nod last year, but they didn't have on our end of the year sort of roundup, mm-hmm. but, uh, they didn't have any, uh, physical things
0: released. Worked right on. So yeah. This is, uh, this is out on a UK label, Dry Cough Records. And then last up we have Mirth with uh, their self-titled debut release. This was sent in by Yosef, who says that is it is a uh, Poison Ruin side project. Of course, and yeah. it it, loo- it certainly looks that certainly. way. I was
1: okay, side project. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say it looks like they're just trying to
0: full-on rip off Poison. Ruin. Yeah, no, I think I think this is this is actually this is actually a, a project of one of the members of Poison Ruin. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they have a, a general uh, a knack for a particular type of uh, visual presentation. Mm-hmm. Well, they spent all that money on like you know the whips. Yeah, sure. They might as well put and the the chain to use. mail, sure, right. They might as well put it to use. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's uh, let's roll the dice and see what is up first. Uh, seven. All right, so we're gonna start the night off with a with a little shoe gaze. We're gonna we're gonna ease into it tonight. This is cold. God, get me the fuck out of here! Um, like I said, a lot of people like this a whole lot. Um I know the tastes of the guy who plays guitar in this so I I imagine I can guess where this kind of sits um but let's find out this the track that was recommended to me is the first song on here so we're going to listen to Sweet Jesus Wept Shit by Cold God off of God, uh, off of God get me the fuck out of here Heard sweet Jesus wept shit by cold God off of God get me the fuck out of here, which I should note um, is functionally a solo project. He has a full band, but he wrote and recorded uh, the individual in question here. Matt Wayne right wrote and recorded all of this stuff himself, and just has like a full band uh, to to flesh out the sound in a live setting. How'd you feel about that? I'll never listen to it again. Sure, there you go. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Um, this, so this sounds like exactly how I imagined it would sound, which is that it sounds like it's referencing the wave of shoegaze revival stuff. That was hot when I was like in my early twenties. And some of those bands I liked, like I, I I like nothing and I like were, and I like those bands, um, a whole lot. I like Cloakroom a lot. Although that's, uh, that stuff goes a little bit heavier. Um, but it doesn't really evoke a lot of this sort of first wave shoegaze that I still connect with. Like, I guess this did bear some sonic similarities to a band like Chapter House a little bit, but as far as the sort of cornerstone, like, shoegaze records that I go back to and spend time with and revisit actively, this didn't really bring most of them to mind. It's a, it's a kind of lethargic, fuzzy mid-tempo type of shoegaze that i fully understand the appeal of but just kind of ran its course for me uh, uh you know 10 10 or so years ago and i think one of the reasons i was avoiding this is because that's kind of exactly how i imagined this was fall just would that that's exactly where i imagined this would would fall just based on like the clips that i had seen and heard um, and I, I have no animosity towards that or, at all. I think it's a well-done version of that, but this does feel a bit like a revival of a revival. Uh, it's it's far enough removed from the source at this point that it just doesn't appeal to me a ton, but I'm sure, uh, I know for a fact it appeals to a lot of people. They're on a cool record label. A lot of people have suggested this record to me. I think a lot of people have bought this record. I don't have any... Th- beef with it. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I'm just, I'm just kind of beyond feeling engaged by this particular style of thing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: So I brought some shirts back from PA, some old shirts that I hadn't seen in more than 20 years. Yeah. And I was surprised that a lot of them were only XLs. Sure. I was like, when the fuck did I ever wear just an XL shirt? When the fuck could I fit into an XL shirt? Yeah. Apparently some twenty years ago evidently yeah i have no recollection of that right sure my point is this dias records has a few a few artists on their on their label that i that i that i dig right mm-hmm, sure you know drab majesty has some cool shit love drab Majesty. Right? of course yeah. ricky sure right uh xeno and oaklander is pretty good mm-hmm. uh but i'll tell you what they don't have on their fucking roster is 300 pounders <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true right yeah this this by and large <laughs> by and large Drab Majesty is not geared toward the 300 pound white dude demographic. It's a waifish label. It's a waifish, stylish label. If I, sure. You know, if, if I was 200 pounds, sure. Right in there i'm down to one at, 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 at my
0: height if yeah. i'm 200 pounds oh yeah you're, you're, i'm right in there yeah you're, for sure I'm are the, you kidding me i'm down to 195 at six feet so i'm still a little bit outside i am but, i am very heavy right now
1: because i hate like shit the entire time i was in pennsylvania yeah. um so uh yeah not i'm just gonna say that like fellas like me yeah uh yeah, it's not really a demographic that <laughs> yeah, Dias sure. is shooting for. Yeah,
0: for sure. And I'm sure that they are very aware of that fact and probably totally fine with that's it. It's fine with it, right? <laughs> yeah, for that's sure. It's
1: fine because there's literally nothing you could do to make me look sexy or stylish or
0: sound good. We could get you on Queer Eye. I'm sure they'd do that. I would love to see Yeah, but you ain't going to gonna get me on Dias. <laughs> that's true. That's no true. Matter what, <laughs> no matter right? what. No matter what Because I'm still yeah. fat. Right, yeah, that's true. Right,
1: so whatever. They've got some good shit. This is not one that I'll revisit. It just falls in with
0: a bunch of other stuff on that label. Whenever I see that label, I'm kind of like, eh. yeah, for sure, yeah, exactly. If I see the label, it's not an immediate like, oh, I gotta check this out. It's more like, a, okay, this could be good, and at worst, it won't interest me. Yeah, you know. So, all right, let's uh, let's roll the dice. Let's see if maybe we'll have like a slow ramp up because we got a we got we have a, a spread of stuff here. Mm-hmm. So uh, nine. Okay, so yeah, this that might be the case, but I have a feeling that this is actually going to be more. Uh more extreme than Poison Ruin. This is Mirth with their self-titled debut release. And this just came out in January of this year. Um, I don't believe that I was recommended a particular song on here. Um, but the first song is an intro. Yeah, boy, the third song, <laughs> The Hammer Has Called Your Name. That is a sick That's, that's a sick a title. Sick title. That mean. is a sick title. We can try that. It's right in the middle of the yeah, release. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sick. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to listen to uh, The Hammer Has Called Your Name by Mirth. heard the song The Hammer Has Called Your Name by Mirth off their self-titled debut cassette, which is uh, six tracks. Um, before I say anything about the music, I will just say that it <clears throat> goes a long way to explaining why I'm a little unlovable goblin man, why I had nothing particular fla- particularly flattering to say about the nice, accessible shoegaze that everybody seems to love, and yet I immediately... Was entranced by the lo-fi black metal with the picture of the man standing in a creek, wielding a whip with no shirt on. Yeah, it says a lot about me. So I liked this a lot.
1: Okay, go
0: ahead. Um, you, you, what, did you feel more lukewarm about it than I did? I think a lot more lu- lukewarm than you. Okay, yeah, I, I loved this a lot. I thought that uh, I thought that the uh, the main riff, as repetitive as it was, was sick. I think it did a really good job of establishing a, a general atmosphere. Um, I felt I uh, felt very entranced by the riff, so I didn't I didn't mind that it was it was pretty much uh, sticking to that one musical motif throughout the runtime of the song. Um, the end felt a little bit lethargic for me. I, I probably wouldn't have gone out on uh, that much of a kind of a semi atmospheric or or doomy outro to the track after the rest of the song uh, kept up the momentum as well as it did. But I thought that it was very clear uh, via the quality of the riffs in this that this is a member of Poison Ruin or members of. I'm not sure if it's a solo project or if it consists of several members. I liked this a lot, though. I will definitely listen to the rest of this. Um, what what didn't strike your fancy about this?
1: Uh, so I, I will listen to the rest of this just to see uh-huh. if there's a track that catches me more. Sure. Um, this one... This track did not call my name. Okay. Kind of checked out. Yeah. I think it really suffered for me because the lo fi feels frustratingly intentionally obtuse. Sure. Like man, come on. Yeah. Just give me a little more. Just a just a hair. Just a sure. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz compared to like in our headphones right now right. as we're speaking. Yeah. And with Cold God, yeah, right. That seems like at a really good listening volume. Sure, I was like reaching to hear everything in this. I agree with that. This was this was profoundly quiet, and that was really frustrating. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, it, it, that was really frustrating, and it really kind of defanged this a lot for me. Yeah, like you, you can I get
0: this master. You pay to get it mastered, dude. It's all good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like
1: I like. I don't think this is necessarily meant to be like savage. You know, th- this is definitely you know at least that song mm-hmm. sort of like much more punk rock or rock sort of like you know sure. mid-tempo right. the thing that made, mostly made it black metal was like you know the, <laughs> the minor chords the redundancy sure. you know what I mean yeah the, vocal, like the delivery. vocal delivery but like it wasn't like you know in, in the spectrum it wasn't like blasting ripping nasty sure. shit right I generally don't like black metal that is of this sort
0: yeah like very- that's not at least especially if it's going to make me work for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you mean know this what I is mean? this is definitely very this is like I think in its I think it's in its presentation in terms of like the general energy and like the quality of the recording and the tones, it felt very informed by second wave stuff. And then additionally, the riffs were kind of more rooted in some first wave stuff, like some rockier shit. Um, And it was kind of in between those two worlds a little bit, but yeah, I, I know that traditionally, stuff that a black metal stuff that feels a little bit more lethargic and less ripping is is not typically your shit
1: not really my shit and and this made me really work i was really trying to to find something in there and i was like yeah. that i could say nice about it the nicest thing i'll say about it is boy does it does the package look fucking good looks super to sick. me the best thing about this is the fucking picture with the dude and the whips and the crick yeah. Uh, the logo is sick. I love everything about it. That's what's intriguing. But if you took that away. Sure. And you took away the poison ruin connection. Yeah. I'm totally checked out.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I definitely occupy a different space on this. But you and I uh, differ in, in our uh, level of love and regard for like this style of black metal in general. So that's yeah. that's to be expected. I
1: just have I, I have a hard time. I, ain't nobody with a fucking jacket mm-hmm. dripping in dissection patches, and, like, you know, whatever, fucking, you know, the nuclear war
0: now lineup. Sure. Ain't nobody in a jacket like that. Gonna listen to this. That's true. This is this is not for yeah. yes, that is very true. This is not for dying the wool black metal back, right. black metal freaks and vampires. Right. That is true. One hundred percent. This is this is uh this is black metal for the poison ruins fan. Right. Yeah. If Dias Records are gonna put out a black metal record, it would be it would sound it like this. this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's right. probably a fair assessment.
1: So I'll listen to the rest of it just because I like poison ruins so much and I really do I really do fucking like I would buy a shirt with that image on and that logo. Yeah, dude. Even if I didn't like <laughs> yeah, <it. laughs> yeah man. i know it looks so sick right yeah but like that's what's that's the only thing is catching me sure. so fair enough I'll, it'll ride on its fucking it'll ride on its rep yeah 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 with me like the reputation of its uh, of the dude that's in the band or whoever's <laughs> the fucking the band i don't fucking know yeah um
0: but boy if the second song i listen to doesn't get me yeah you're out i'm out fair enough man i liked it i'm already hooked but i will i will listen to the rest of this and see if uh, the rest of it appeals to me as much as that track did all right what's uh what's next Seven. All right. This I think this will kick up the energy significantly. This is pest control with don't test the pest, which I I love. I do the artwork is pretty good too. Yeah, for sure. Um so this is on like I said, this is on quality control. Um, I don't believe that there was a particular song recommended to me. We can't listen to the title track nope. because it's only 44 seconds long. You know, it's just a little goof. Yeah, there's like, the run times on this seem to be kind of like on average, like the minute and a half range with a couple outliers at the three and four minute range.
1: I think bugging Out. Bugging Out, okay, yeah, that's right. a minute 39. It's, it's, it's right
0: in there with the shtick of the entire project. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah, no doubt. Okay, cool. So we're going to listen to "Bugging Out by Pest Control off of Don't Test the Pest. All right, we just heard the song, Buggin' Out by Pest Control off of Don't Test the Pest. So, yeah, that was pretty good. It was solid. It was there solid. Pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> there you go. An example in action, right? That was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was solid crossover influenced contemporary hardcore. Uh, when it slowed it down a little bit, it didn't. Uh, it didn't do so in a way that sucked out the momentum of uh, momentum of the song, which I appreciated. Riffs were solid. Production was solid. Vocal delivery was good. I did find myself wishing a little bit that it leaned into the bug angle. Like a little, a little harder. I kind of, I wish that this entire record were a concept record from the point of view of the pest because on the song don't test the pest i looked at the lyrics for this 44 second song and the only lyrics for this one are stop and wait a sec something's crawling on the back of your neck swelling up and turning red you've been bitten by a deadly pest <laughs> yeah. you can't test the pest who dares test the pest? right right who, <laughs> who who among who among us dares test the pest? so i kind of liked that that song leaned fully into the pest angle and i guess i can't expect them to, to, to keep up such a stupid bit through the entire runtime of an album. But nonetheless, I was hoping it might be a little bit more bug-oriented. That said, this reminded me of, like, on the American side of things, a band like Drain, where it's kind of... It's it's party thrash through a hardcore lens. Yeah, yeah, know?
1: like, this this isn't... This isn't, like... This isn't, like, Sodom. No, this is this like this municipal, is this is municipal. This is municipal waste, toxic right, Holocaust. Right. This that is kind this of stuff. is party thrash through through that lens. Yeah, That's right, for sure. Yeah, I agree. This was pretty fun. Um, I, I I also like the, the there's a, a, continuity between the demo and the split. Uh, oh or yeah, Or the, the infestation rat race, not a split. Yeah. Um, with. Uh, you know insects and and that sort of thing. So sure. they they definitely got a shtick going. Yeah, for sure. Um, that can get a little treacherous. It can. Yeah, for sure. So maybe not lean in so hard to the insect thing on every song. Yeah, perhaps not. Yeah. Um, but um, that can be a little treacherous. All in all, this is pretty good. Fun riffs. I yeah. wish the vocals were a little more upfront. I sure. would have liked to hear them a little clearer. Yeah. And on top, perhaps. Yeah. I was ready. Like listening to this, I was thinking. I'm ready to hear Joey Belladonna in front of some of
0: these bands. I agree for sure, man. Right? I, I'm ready for somebody to go go for it. I'm, I'm I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm ready Absolutely. for leeway again. That's that's the I was just about to say. I fucking love that Eddie Leeway just was like, yeah, man, I'm gonna sing. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna sing my ass off right. over these hard ass riffs, you know. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm very much ready for that too. There is, there does seem to be a fascination again, like Life of Agony played like a big fest down in Florida and they got a huge pop and that band Age of Apocalypse is popping off right now and they do the fucking singing thing. And typically, as we've talked about on the show, there are kind of a few isolated examples of that in the hardcore world that I enjoy. And usually, even though I respect it and I give it the nod, I don't actively engage with a lot of contemporary stuff that tries to pull from that, that shit, but... Conversely, within the realm of like crossover and metal and stuff, right. I would love
1: to I'll, hear yeah, more people it'd, it'd going for it. It'd be fucking sick, right? Yeah. Because like, yeah, this is the party thrash, this is fucking anthrax thrash. Yeah. And it would be fucking sick to hear somebody ape in fucking Eddie Lee way or yeah. as he was doing, aping Joy, Joy Belladonna yeah, for sure. Over something that is just clearly like Thrash influenced hardcore, right. Not
0: just fucking thrash. I agree for sure. I think it would be a ton of fun, and I we 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 throw down the gauntlet here. and try I mean, someone just to do it. think about think about his vocal delivery on like "I Am the Law." Sure, yeah, yeah, over yeah. this exactly. It'd be fucking awesome, especially with that like breakdown bit at the end. Yeah, man. And that's the other thing too, dude. <laughs> Singing over like a thrash and breakdown like this is if oh, you can do oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it rules. <laughs> yeah, it rules. Like that's one of my favorite components of Anthrax is when they're breaking it down and Joey Belladonna is just like over know. the top of it I and they're know. fucking and the breakdowns are hard. Right. And he's wailing over the top of it. It rules. Right. I love it, man. He still I sounds goofy and fun. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Right. Yep. No doubt. So yeah, I would agree. I think I am very much ready to to see some of this wave of like kind of fun, carefree, thrash influenced hardcore stuff just uh Throw all caution to the wind and go for it. I will tell you what, I am not ready for. Yeah, flipped bills. No, 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 no. Pizza. Yeah, no. Dang. Please, Christ. None no. of that. No, I do none of that. None of that. That's not what we're saying. No, not at all, dude. I, I am. I hope to Christ that stuff is gone for good. Right. I don't think. I don't see that entering back into the zeitgeist. But I have lived long enough. I'm going to say five years. <laughs> I was going to say, I've lived long enough within the realm of subculture to see a lot of things I never thought would creep back in just come in full bore and people yeah. acting like they're cool when they're not cool. So don't do it. Don't do the pizza thrash thing, guys, please. One, one time was more, more than enough. One time was too many, in fact. Um, but, yeah, pretty good. We'll check out the rest of this. Uh, what's next? Three. All right, this is Citrus. This is the Krusty uh, the band from France. This is their Demo 23. Um, again, I don't believe that a particular song was recommended to us. However... It's not a title track per se, but the name of the band is Citrus and when the third Life song is When Life Gives You Lemons. So it's a thematic through line. Right. Right. This this is two in a row with a very explicit thematic through line between like the name of the band yeah. and a song on the record. Right. So let's go with that. We're gonna listen to When Life Gives You Lemons by Citrus off of their demo twenty three. Just heard the song when life gives you lemons by citrus off of their demo 23 uh how'd you feel about it what a what a
1: tricky thing yeah this song was indeed in that i was fully expecting another gel spy whatever mm-hmm. sort of band with this artwork yeah sure it's what you I mean this is so fucking on the nose yeah because there's literally like chains breaking yes. right Yeah, there's chains breaking ex- there's just like a switch blade a switch blade yeah. and an, and a, and a razor blade a straight razor blade in a in a, in a lemon yeah for sure so it's and, and of course the uh ubiquitous uh morning star sure um so that's what i was expecting that's not really what we got in this track not really um th- that breakdown at the end was pretty fun, pretty sick. Cool. The yeah. reverb on the O that led into it was a lot of fun. That was good. Um, this was pretty good. This is pretty good, right? Yeah. I and I say that because I think maybe if I if I was expecting something more, looking at the bottom here, death metal, metal, hardcore, punk, chain punk, crust punk, uh, uh, power violence. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea what to expect, but the artwork is leading me to expect spy. Yeah, for sure. Um so that's not what we got at all. <coughs> no,
0: not at all. No. I well, guess I guess we kind of maybe got we got some different ideas, some older ideas, some more tried and true ideas filtered through maybe uh, a contemporary spy-like lens. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that's what I mean. It was kind of tricky that way. Yeah.
1: Um so I didn't dislike this. I I liked about the last th- 30 seconds, 25 seconds of the song, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, The front half, fine. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? But it didn't grab me until that breakdown at the end. Yeah. And the
0: ooh with the reverb. Yeah, I think they did dirge-y a lot better than they did mid-tempo. Yeah. For sure. And Um, I expected this to rip when it came in. I thought it was going to be, like, ripping and fast, and then they slowed it down a lot to a mid-tempo pace, and it didn't really hit me. But, yeah, when they hit that dirge at the end, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was fine. Um,
1: France, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I... (laughs) When life gives you lemons, I think that they just kind of shoehorned the, the name of the track in there. I think so because it's not really in any context where that phrase would be applicable. Not really,
0: no. But I guess Whatever. you know they're French. Whatever. It's not their first language. Probably, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I will say I because I will give them an additional pass on some of the lyrics. Oh, but so what I'm going to say As is well. I, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. On on the on the whole though, yeah. yes. Stick it to the to the rich men.
0: Sure. Right. Stick them, get
1: them. Yeah.
0: Additionally, though, a lyric like oppression guided by fucking wealth has to stop power to the people. It's not moving me.
1: It's not. It's it's definitely. Um, they're not messing around with
0: any uh,
1: illusions.
0: No, no, for sure, that's true. They're just. They're just (laughs) giving it. They're they're giving it to you straight. So, like, yeah, 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 I get it, man. Let's get those fuckers. Right. Yeah. 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 Get (laughs) them. Yeah, for sure. That that sentiment, whilst definitely still something that resonates with me, delivered that plainly is not. uh, Is is not moving me at this point in my life, but nonetheless, I fully agree with the sentiment. The 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 sentiment
1: echoes with me sure yes but delivered in this format no yeah yeah yeah, for sure right like yeah. if if someone were to say hey we got elon musk jet we know exactly where it's gonna fucking land there's yeah. like a hundred thousand of us we're gonna go get him.
0: yeah Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's, Let's do go it. Kill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I thought this was pretty good. It's a lot different than I expected, especially when it was described to me as crusty. And then when I saw it, I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know if it is going to be crusty. It was, it was both crustier and less crusty than I expected. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's tricky. It's, sort of, yeah. it's, it's in the middle of a lot of different things. Yeah, for sure. I did, all in all, I did not think it was bad. My interest just peaked. I'll check out the rest of this and I'll I'll keep my ear to the ground and see if they do something else in the future too. Yeah. Um all right. What is uh what is up next? Two. All right, two is uh Sam Sam Seeger with the loser life experience. This I'm gonna tell you right
1: a- now, Sam Seeger looks like he's about to
0: be your new buddy. He does look like he's about to be your new buddy, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks like an agreeable gentleman. <laughs> yeah. Um let's uh like I said, it's just one track, just a, a single that just came out, uh February 16th, so just a, a few short days ago. So we're going to listen to Loser Life Experience by Sam Seeger.
2: You seek a loser, life experience, somebody
0: User life experience by sam Seeger how do you feel about that i like that a lot sam
1: Seeger is my new buddy yeah this was really good man i I, I, d- I dug this from the from basically from the first note yeah and especially when those pixies-esque sort of like yodels in the background mm-hmm. came through agreed i'm sold yeah for sure it had nice heavy chunky parts to it yeah it was light and airy and dreamy sure really fucking good
0: for sure this is again not to not to cast cold god in a in an unflattering light or anything but if i'm looking for like airy, dreamy, indie music, this is the direction that I'm, I'm going with, with that at this point in my life. This has always been kind of more the type of shit that I've been attracted to in general. Um, you can draw obvious comparisons to like Guided by Voices or I heard like a lot of Granddaddy in this. Mm, yeah, for sure. I was also just listening to, and this is not a one-to-one, but I was listening to that Bug LP from 2017 mm. and this is in general world. It's it's in the same it's in the same sphere of indie. Exactly like that's very much pulling from like early to mid-90s college rock that did not cross over into radio spaces, you know? Yep. Um, You said that you seem to have, you seem to have dug up some information about who this gentleman might be. Right.
1: So, first off, he's a tremendously talented
0: man. Yeah, and he's also made a fuck-ton of, it looks like, because I went and looked through his discography, it looks like he's been doing this project since 2015. And most of his releases are, like, a song or an EP, like, mm-hmm. a lot of singles and then just, like, a few songs, which is also a very guided-by-voices way to release music. And it seems like even if most of those releases are just single songs or a couple songs, he's put out a lot of music in yeah. the last, like, seven years or Yeah, something.
1: he really has. And he's also a pretty good artist, um, you know, painter. Sure. Graphic, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm looking at his website. Um samseger.com and that's where i discovered who this guy is because his name did kind of sound familiar Mm -hmm. he got a little bit of uh internet fame a few years ago okay because he had this video for this song called armageddon oh and it was it was a voicemail his brother left him about how armageddon was coming and going to kill him yeah that's right yeah and everybody's going to burn in hell
0: okay word
1: (laughs) so this is the same guy right on cool right yeah he's got some pretty sick art i kind of wish there were prints for sale for instance of that one yeah that one is sick for sure um
0: yeah talented dude indeed writes a fucking good catchy indie song
1: Yeah, sold
0: yeah for sure this is this is good all around like his visual art very sick seems like and looks like the nicest guy you As I'm saying he also looks it.
1: very. He looks very friendly. He could be a son of a bitch. You don't know. He could be, but I doubt it. Yeah, he looks if like he's a hanging fella. out with a robot like that. Yeah, because
0: look at the eyes in that robot. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, that artwork is fucking good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he looks like a nice fella, man. I yeah. get, I, I get good vibes off of Sam. Man. Yeah, the vibes are immaculate. Yes. Um, okay. Cool. Well, that's a good one. That's a highlight. That's a highlight of this episode for me. I think. Um, let's uh, let's roll the one the dice one more time. I at least. I'll check and see what our voicemails are looking like to make sure that we're not super backed up. But I think most people uh, respected the fact that we were taking a, a brief sabbatical and, uh, and didn't send us a bunch of bullshit. So we, okay. might, we might not be too backed up on the voicemail yeah. tip, you know? Yeah. Um, All right. Let's roll one more time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, five. All right. Five is, uh, five is frozen blood. Okay. With revenge. So this comes highly recommended. Um, I I really like this. So yeah, it's it's uh, and it's Chilean, which is fucking cool. I Four like,
1: original songs, um,
0: Slayer cover, yeah, Slayer Die by cover. the Sword. Yeah, that's cool. That's I like that. That see, that's that is sick too. Because like to see like a death metal band and like a died in the wool metal band give the nod to Slayer is sick. Because I feel like Slayer is one of those bands that is just so ubiquitous. They're on every t-shirt. They've been around forever. they the DK of metal. Right, that everybody forgets that they're one of the best bands ever they, to exist. And they put out my favorite metal record of all fucking time. Yeah, for sure, man. So I think it's... it's sick to see somebody that's in like playing death metal like very much entrenched in an underground and maybe it's has to do with the fact that they're South American and it's not the same there as it is here in terms of like the cultural prevalence of a band like Slayer and who the type of people that Slayer is associated with goatee guys and shit like that don't think about it too much yeah I'm just saying South of Heaven yeah for sure. Right? Rain and Blood.
1: Rain and Blood? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, for sure, man. Right? Yep. I, I mean, mean he, even the early stuff, even like Haunting the Chapel. Haunting the Chapel's sure. sick. Yeah. I mean, Aggressive Perfector is the, the funniest fucking thr- like thrash song of all time. For sure. Hit Tom Mariah's vocal delivery on yeah. that is hysterical. It, it is. Yes. And sometimes it sounds like he's like chewing on a mouthful of corn. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah for sure. Or like his teeth are too big for his head. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, all uh, fucking Divine Intervention is a sick record. It Divine is. Intervention gets a little draggy.
0: Yeah, for sure. But it's two thirds the way fucking there. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's listen to the title track, the first and title track off of this. So we're gonna listen to Revenge off the record of the same name by Frozen Blood from uh, Chile. <laughs> I Tell you, yeah, man, that fucking rocks. So, we just listened to Revenge off of the release of the same name by Frozen Blood from Chile. I, you know, the, the little injections of like dissonant, haunting melody in there mm-hmm. with like the keys and like the distant guitar it sounded like in the intro and the outro, yeah, so fucking good and right. and kind of in line with a thing that I was thinking about. Not too long ago, maybe a few weeks back. I can't remember what I was listening to. Maybe the Carnage record or something. And I was thinking about how one thing that is missing from this contemporary, like old school death metal revival that I would really like to see more of is intros to records and songs or interludes that sound like they are like the 8-bit soundtrack to like an old like gold box D&D CRPG. Yeah, or, or a horror movie. Yeah, or like an or like a bad yes, like a bad like a interpretation tie. of like an argento. Yeah, exactly. Yes, like yeah. an Italian horror film. For sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh so the little flourishes of that like keyboard dissonant, like haunting keyboard melody I mean, were so nice in this.
1: A band that does that, but they do have a totally different, I guess, production vibe than a
0: lot of these bands. It's like mm-hmm. Fulci. Sure, yeah. But that's yeah. their whole fucking that's thing. That's their entire thing. Right? right. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, this this fucking rocked, everything about it.
1: Yeah, this, this 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 shit fucking rules. Um it's hard for me to 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 it's hard for me to put enough emphasis on how much I prefer this production choice and this sort of style of death metal over like hyper fucking produced. Yeah. Death metal. Yeah, for sure. But like this is one of the best examples a fucking lo-fi mold from the fucking tomb classic death metal
0: sound that i've heard in a while yeah for sure i would agree entirely yeah this yeah this production style it just best it best suits what's being done here yeah best suits the mission statement of the entire genre you yeah. know what i mean It's just it it uh, this type of stuff just fires in all cylinders for me it kind of it 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 gets all the the important neural pathways in my brain firing off at the same time
1: yeah and, I, and, like there's nothing accessible about it Mm -hmm. you know yeah for sure like
0: if you've got some
1: masturbatory bullshit and some fucking guitar dude just like going crazy yeah sure at least they'll be like wow listen listen to them play their instruments but here it's just these guys know exactly what they're fucking going for it is ugly it is guaranteed to dissuade not 900 people 99 percent of the people that would listen to this that you would show this to you know nah not really yeah yeah for sure you know right it's a little too low fi you yeah. know and, and they might you know just like nah right but to me this is quintessentially what when i think of death metal this is quintessentially what death metal sounds like yeah for sure I not agree. hyper-produced fucking exhausting in the ears yeah Clicky, yeah, click, clicky drum, clicky drums. Yeah.
0: Oof. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you, I, cause I don't want to hurt any feelings, but I'm gonna tell you about a clicky drum experience that I had recently off air. Okay. It's, it was a real bummer yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean the, I'll say just in case anybody listening to this can infer what I'm talking about, the upshot of everything else surrounding that situation was, was redeeming enough that it was all good. And like, Uh, unexpectedly all is forgiven in this regard, but I I will tell you about a a real life clicky drum situation that blew my fucking wig off uh, that I had to deal with in real life recently. Uh, But on that note, I, I didn't underestimate our callers because we didn't get nearly as many as we probably could have or should have gotten in this long period of absence but we did get it. We did get a handful, and we got some text messages. We got a decent amount of stuff to get through. So let's give the people what they want. Our our, our glorious return. <laughs> yeah, let's give them what they let's want. Let's give them what they want. Less music and more <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, that's right. So we're gonna pivot. Listen to some uh, some voicemails and then and then call it a night. All
3: right. Hey, I heard y'all talk about the concept of like tourist music and like adjacent shit a lot when it comes to, like, jeans and Ken Mode and I think that band tunic that you had on. Um, and I'm just asking, like, what you exactly mean by that shit? Because, like, I feel like inherently we all kind of understand when someone says something like that shit's tourist music that it's, like, for the NPR crowd and, like, not for, like, actual punks. But, like, more often than not those people have been doing whatever they're doing for, like, a really, really long time and, like, come up in basements and come up in kind of, like, a genuine scene, even even if it's, like, adjacent to what you decide is hardcore. Um, But I guess you define that entire scene as tourist shit, even though they're, like, just as broke and stupid as everybody else. Um, Or is it just, like, like, no matter where you come from, like, if you are doing those aesthetics, it just reads as false to you and, and that's, that's pretty much all you're thinking about. Um, sorry, sorry to be like weird and existential and, uh, existential is the wrong word, but like particular about like, uh, what the fuck everything you say means, but you know, it, it is a podcast, so fuck off I guess.
0: Uh, bye. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, uh, at at the end of the day, too, like, as we've pointed out frequently, usually people are more up to date on our own opinions than we are. Yeah. uh, Certainly, because I forget them the minute that I state them. I'm just like a, I'm like a jellyfish, dude. (laughs) I'm just floating through. And I have the, I have the gift, the God-given gift of speech, but I don't use it to any meaningful end, that's for sure. Um, But to touch on what you're saying, yeah, I guess my feeling with this kind of stuff broadly is kind of it's not where you're from, it's where you're at. Like, I have no doubt that... and. Not only do I have no doubt, because we know people that play in some bands like this and even and as we've said on the show, like bands that fall into this general category. And yeah, they are just like broke people that are genuine and come from a world of like DIY spaces and shit. We have close friends that play in bands that have crossed over into like the full on like IPA metal fest circuit. You know, that's making money. They're making Writing money. They're good tunes, they're making doing money. Thing. Yeah, for sure. And as we said, like, you you brought up, like, Pissed Jeans and Ken Mode and and shit like that. And, like, Nate and I both very big, uh, self-professed, f- very frequently, very loudly Pissed Jeans fans. In fact, Pissed Jeans has put out some of my favorite records of the last, like, 15 years. Right.
1: Songs that I wish,
0: yeah. I wish our band would have written. 100%. I mean, like, full stop. I would say a band that I have returned to more frequently over the last 10, 15 years of my life than most bands, than all, than any band we've ever heard on this show. You know what I mean? Like it, truly a favorite band of mine. And also, yeah, it appeals to like false morons. And I think both of those truths can be held in in, in either hand simultaneously. And I don't think when we describe things as being like tourist music, it's necessarily an indictment of, or even a description of the people making the music, where they're coming from, what their aspirations are, but simply like who it tends to appeal to, what the marketing around a particular band is like, um, the way in which it's introduced to the world, through what channels it arrives to the media, what media channels picking up and yo, some of that stuff is fully arbitrary because with my aforementioned new band Colossal man, we made it on an NPR playlist within a week of the demo coming out. We did not submit it to NPR. Just the guy that writes for metal, that Lars Gottrick guy that writes about punk and metal for NPR, uh, found the demo on Bandcamp and put it on an NPR playlist. Right. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes that shit just happens and you end up in a space that you didn't mean to. So again, like, I'm not saying anything about the members of Ken Mode or Piss Jeans or take your pick of bands that exist in that world, but yes, yeah, sometimes there is a particularly refined aesthetic, a sharp promo picture, a black button-down buttoned up all the way to the top with some nicely curated round glasses and a regular boy's haircut, and you get a feeling about a band. And I don't, and I don't think that that says anything about the people playing the music. But yeah, it just is like it's built to appeal to a certain crowd, and that's all good.
1: Yeah, I that I, I don't even think the music is built to appeal right. to a certain crowd, it sure. just so happens, right? It just so happens, sure. right? Yeah, I like I like Piss Jeans a ton, yeah, Ken Moe, whatever. I've seen him. yeah, they're fine. <laughs> but never in a million years do I, th- do I think those dudes haven't paid their fucking dues, no, not at all, right? Not and never all. do I begrudge anybody to make some fucking money doing what they're doing, no. or anything like that. Well, I guess when I think of like tourist music, it's not that I'm talking shit on the bands sure. or even necessarily the music, no. right? Because I like it. Sure. I also just understand that if I go to see this band, yeah. they have well surpassed the normal waters in which I swim to go see bands. Exactly. Right? I, I basically hate seeing bands outside of a basement.
0: Yeah, I mean, my, my little brother who is not even really on the periphery of, like, counterculture, right? Went to see the Beths. I fucking love the Beths. They're a band that, of course, is going to be successful and is, of course, is going to appeal to people that are going to turn their nose up at me. Right. And likewise, right. you know, like that. It just is what it is. And, and
1: your little brother's
0: a tourist. Right. For sure. Like, and that's and, totally fine. And, and I'm, that's not the same. That's the, like, listen, listen,
1: I am so fucking far beyond actually giving a shit if somebody is a poser. Be- way, beyond. Not. Yeah, way beyond. Yeah. Way Because we were all fucking posers at one point. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It hardly fucking matters. Yeah. All I'm saying is if you go see Piss Jeans, there were a ton of people there to see
0: Piss Jeans that
1: I that you could not actually have a conversation about punk and hardcore
0: with. Absolutely. And and additionally, like you're not going to be able to have the type of good time at that show that you wish you could have right. cuz even like i saw anti flag years ago and uh they decidedly play for a crowd that is not my crowd but i had a connection to their early music cuz i was a kid when the you know i got into those records and they played some stuff off of Dive for your government and let me tell you what when i front flipped onto the people in the front lo- in the front row singing along to those songs they were fucking mad like and now, really
1: mad in that instance yeah. you are the tourist at the
0: end <laughs> i am the tourist at the anti-flag show similarly when uh josh and brandon and i went to see Piss jeans at that outdoor chicago show we were the tourists at that show no fucking doubt
1: yeah like like if you're if you're if you go to riot fest yeah right yeah like the that's a fucking tourist crowd. For sure. Yeah.
0: It just is what it, it is. It is what it
1: is, man. People sure. make a fucking money.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: I don't. Sometimes I am forced to leave the basement mm-hmm. to go enjoy those bands. On occasion. But God, I wish I could see him in the fucking basement.
0: Me too. Me too. All right.
2: Hey, it's funny you guys talk about deathcore on your latest episode. I actually did a podcast recently where I listened to the 15 most essential Death albums of all time, according to some list, and then reviewed them all with some other dude who knows more about it than me. Anyway, that actually kind of Stockholm Syndrome me into like, liking some of that shit. It creeped its way into my regular rotation. And anyway, the premise of our podcast, what we got to is that like deathcore is going to be it's an ass air away from being accepted into the hardcore community as a relevant influence, along with shit like Slipknot or whatever the fuck. And I think, you know, like you were guys were saying, the '90s hardcore influence is definitely a little bit more pronounced with some of these newer deathcore bands that I've been hearing, and that's cool. And also like you guys brought up disembodied when you were talking about that I think that disembodied revival that we had about five years ago now at this point um after doing this deathcore episode I think a lot of those kids heard the Acacia Strain do that shit and then heard
0: disembodied and were like oh we're gonna
2: write Acacia Strain hardcore songs and then say it was a disembodied revival
0: Anyway, but yeah, I think there's probably some truth to that. I think that there's, I think, I think over the course of the last decade, especially ten to fifteen years, there's probably quite a lot of instances of bands saying that they were influenced by the cool thing, but really they were influenced by the bad thing. Yeah, that's probably true because they had enough awareness to know that they couldn't say that they were aping um, corn riffs, but they were yeah. you know they liked it but it was in secret and i do think you're also correct in in your assessment um of the 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 current moment being an ass hair away from simply accepting deathcore into uh the sort of accepted canon of influence on contemporary hardcore and as much as that pains me to confront um with the age of kids that are getting into stuff now and starting bands, and the bands that were gateways to them. Like, I don't know, dude, like, Biohazard and Sepultura and, like, Machine Head are no longer gateway bands into hardcore for young people now. The gateway bands into hardcore were probably Job for a Cowboy and Suicide White Silence. Whitechapel. Whitechapel, right, shit like that. And uh, as loath as I am to let, even a modicum of that influence sonically, aesthetically, or otherwise into hardcore, it is an inevitability that it occurs. You know what I mean? And, uh, I'm the old guy at this point. I certainly don't get to decide, uh, who or what is accepted into the canon. Um, if I had my way, I would erase that entire wave of music. I truly, I'm not trying to be a dick, not just trying to be a contrarian asshole. I've said it before. I do not understand what appeals to anybody about that stuff. I mean, I guess it's it's heavy and it's brutal, quote unquote. And if, if you haven't been exposed to other types of extreme music before that, I guess I can see how it would pique your interest in the same way that when I was 10 years old and I heard new metal, I thought I, I, I connected with it because I it at least was closer to something that I was looking for. And there might be some aspect of that to deathcore, but just like with new metal as we've talked about on the show before i think if you grew up listening to deathcore and it was an important gateway for you there's no shame in liking the things that you like like whatever you want if it was formative for you i do uh take umbrage with the idea that you should be allowed to simply incorporate it into hardcore and be like yeah this is cool and good but like i said i certainly have no control over that and i, I hope it doesn't become a I hope it doesn't become a trendy thing to do well you know what That's when, you know, here's the thing. Rock and roll based hardcore never goes away. That's true. That's it's, it's always going to be there grinding away. It's sometimes it'll be a little bit more upfront. Sometimes it'll go back to being just in the basement, but it's always wherever it is. My world is eternal, right? That's right.
1: So like deathcore bands, I, when I hear them, yeah. Inevitably, I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's something in there where I'm like, well, that's kind of sick. But sure. Then I'm like, boy, the rest of that though really right. sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no doubt. They'll, yes you know? that's true. Then we'll hit a part where I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. You know, because they're pulling from something that I love dearly. Sure. Yeah. Right. Basically, just death metal. Right. Yes. And stripping it down. They're taking. Sure. They're taking despise the sun. Right. And just stripping it down to. Nothing but fucking, you know, the the, the breakdown part right. from uh, the opening track. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yes. Uh, what is it? Funeral Inception? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe so. Um, and yo, I ain't going to lie. That fucking track fucking kills. Sure. Right? Um, but uh, yeah, so whatever. I, I don't list I, I'm looking at lists of deathcore bands because I'm like... I don't know any of
0: them. I know the heavy hitters, like I know Job for a Cowboy, Suicide. Uh, Job for a Cowboy. Yep. You know, there's a few of them in there, but the like despised icon. Yeah, um, there's a handful. I don't,
1: I don't listen to them. Yes, yeah,
0: right, for sure. And I was the age where hypothetically that sh- 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 should have appealed to me, but I came to hardcore through punk, uh, and like my journey into like metal and heavy metal and death metal <laughs> and stuff was through like the revival of Headbangers Ball that was going on at the time, and I guess I easily could have gone cuz I liked that the first couple black Dolly murder records and I guess I easily could have arrived at a deathcore place through that but instead you know by by god's grace I arrived at at the gates instead you know I, what I mean I, I probably only like the most touristy deathcore Sure yes probably right? I am a tourist and deathcore <laughs> Yes right yes we're deathcore tourists for right. sure yeah no doubt All right we got a we got a we got an AJ call let's see how it goes
4: Ew! Fuck you. Okay.
0: Uh,
4: so, I guess every time I call, it seems more and more whether there is a coherent statement, question, or anything that has a poignant or well thought out or well composed idea. There is some like not like lore, but I. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was getting to, but anyways, um, this is really for this is really for Nate. Um, are you strictly within like the metal hardcore realm? And I know you do have adjacent taste, but Nate, do you have a favorite singer songwriter? I've been on a huge Iron Wine kick. I know Gray, you have a lot. Like you've posted about that. You have that slowcore project and sadcore. And a lot of that stuff, and obviously you were a singer-songwriter, for, and you are, so I know there was a lot of influence for you, but Nate, do you have any influence or any backing that shaped your interests and whatnot? I'm probably rambling now. Um But yeah, it's also weird that, like, I'm your age, Gray, and I feel like you guys think I'm a lot younger, or because the statements I do make are childish or extreme hypotheticals with some schizophrenic <laughs> kind of uh, influence to in them. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's like 3 in the morning, so I'm shot. But uh, yeah, I was just curious. That probably was uh, a nice ramble. Peace.
0: Well, Nate, do you have a favorite singer-songwriter? Not a, not a one. You don't, you don't even fuck with a little Cat Stevens? Okay, okay, I guess if you're thinking that far back... Sure, there's... Because, I mean, sure. yeah, like this, the singer-songwriter thing was like, you know, the 60s and the 70s. Yeah, yeah, was yeah, like yeah, the Genesis that. Yeah, sure. So some of that, right? Sure,
1: sure. I think that counts. It ain't like I'm spinning Cat Stevens. Sure. But, yo, that <laughs> takes me back to being a kid. Right, yeah. Right? I'll listen to that sort of stuff. Sure. I sure as hell am not listening to any modern
0: singer-songwriter shit. I, I mean, to tell you the truth... I'm not, really, I'm not really listening to any modern singer-songwriter stuff either. And even when I was making that stuff, I wasn't listening to maybe maybe two modern singer-songwriters. I,
1: I, I can't. Man, does it make. It, it? Hold on. Okay. Hold on.
0: Yeah. Whenever
1: I see the modern singer-songwriter, Sure. my blood is
0: a boil. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know that about you. Like this dude. Who who are we looking at? Oh, God, yeah, I fucking... Iron and wine. Well, yeah, AJ specifically mentioned iron and wine, and I I super do not fuck with iron and wine. There's
1: not a goddamn word, syllable, or utterance that comes out of his mouth that I am fucking interested in. There's not... One goddamn letter he could pen on a page (laughs) that I give a shit about. And I might be being a bit of a biased prejudice prick here, but fuck that guy. Yo, the dude who does it for me
0: is uh, Father John Misty. Yes. That guy makes me want to murder. All that shit. Is the tallest man on earth in there? I don't know. Maybe, I guess. All
1: that fucking nonsense. All that fucking
0: coffee shop nonsense. Yeah. Fuck Yourself. I do hate, I really, really hate coffee shop singer songwriter shit for sure. Um, the stuff that I tend to gravitate towards, and you mentioned like I do like that's the slow core project, Terminal Crush. Like, yeah, I like, but man, look at that fucker. Yeah, I fucking hate the look of this guy, man. I I, I would, I would cut I, out Father I'm tellin- John Misty's I, I am eyes. telling you right now.
1: Yeah. He is. He should be thanking his lucky stars that his victims haven't spoken up about (laughs) what a predatory fuck he is. Because there is no way in hell that dude doesn't have a whole lot of shit under his bed.
0: Yeah, that has got some skeletons in his closet for sure. Just look at him, man. Uh, but yeah, the songwriter stu- the stuff, singer songwriter stuff, I tend to gravitate to. Like, I love Mark Kozlik like I love uh, Red, How- Red House Painters and Sun Kill Moon. So I like the stuff that's a little bit fringier and harder to get into, or some lo- lo-fi stuff like Bonnie Prince Billy. Um, I obviously like classic uh, Elliott Smith stuff, and uh, I like low and like stuff that falls into the, the sort of uh, like the slowcore and sadcore realm a lot for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't connect with almost any like contemporary singer songwriter stuff, and Uh, it just doesn't doesn't hold much for me. The stuff that I revisit, like smog and shit like that, um, is largely shit that I connected to when I was younger. That holds sen- sentimental value for me. You yeah. Know,
1: so that's that's the, on, the the old stuff that sure. my folks would listen to. Yeah. That's the only stuff that holds any value to me. I'm, yeah. Sure. You know, and even then, it's not like I'm fucking. Oh, let me listen to fucking Leroy Brown. Right. Boy, what a great track. Sure. Right. It's just whatever it comes on the fucking
0: radio. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right. I, I'm a big Neil Young guy too. A big big mm-hmm. Neil I hate guy. the sound of his voice. Oh, I love the sound of his voice. Hate I mean, the sound of his whiny ass. He does voice. sound like a caterwauling, uh, like dying animal for yeah, sure. but I, I can't. Like
1: it. So I'm not. I, I am not into music like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I As never have been. Yeah, for sure. I've always wanted something that I wasn't quite sure what it was until I heard like fucking heavy metal sure yeah and like the first time i heard crossed out i was like oh wait this is exactly (laughs) what i think and how i feel all the fucking time sure yeah you know right so that's what makes sense to me i I, i'm not actually into the artistry of music per se i'm into the vibe yes and father john misty (laughs) has predatory vibes Radiating out from him, <laughs> yeah for sure, like like a fucking star,
0: yeah, I don't trust this man as far as I can throw, him. right no like way. like
1: gamma radiation from a collapsing star, <laughs> right, yeah. This dude is radiating predation.
0: Yeah, this the, this this man has a notes app apology prepared on his phone for when inevitably somebody finally, right, finally decides right. it's time to put this guy through the ringer. Right.
1: He gives me the same fucking creeped out sort of feeling that um,
0: Joaquin Phoenix does. I would say more like a, a Jared Jared Leto type of thing.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. Jared Leto for sure. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like poor Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know if he's ever done
0: anything, but he sure sure he's sure a fuck. weird guy. He sure as fuck looks like <laughs> Yeah, he has. for sure. He's just a weird fella. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's listen to the next one after we, we delved into that, what was sure to be an incredibly obvious answer.
4: Hello, Nate and Gray. I just wanted to say, number one Parasitic Twins fan, also, how fat do you have to be to start a power violence band?
5: Just, uh, just want to know. Also,
0: when's Grimyard playing at the Bug house? All right, fuck off, Bye. Well, thanks for the thanks for being the number one parasitic twins, Stan. That's
1: Yo, cool. I- I'm gonna tell you right now. Yeah. If we if we don't know what Grimyard done, yeah, we'd have already
0: had him play at the Buckhouse. 100 percent man, I already would have reached out to him, man. But unfortunately, we know we know where the man sits. And even if I even if I did for some reason want to extend the invite, uh, I don't think Grimyard's here's, accepting it. At here's this point. the thing. Let's say let's
1: go back in time. Yeah. Pre pre uh, um stickers being sent out cover being blown yeah yo let's fucking let's get let's get you down here yeah sure let's fucking play he shows up yeah blows his cover Uh uh-huh while he's setting up or during his set
0: yeah does he finish (laughs) that's that's a million dollar question i don't know dude i honestly don't i don't know I don't know. I don't know. Part of me doesn't want to step on the step on the artist doing the art. You know right. what I mean? Just Does like, he finish? And part
1: of me wants, like, I would be like, look. I think I'd be like looking between like him.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And then like the crowd, like, yeah,
0: like. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 I might kind of just like look around and see what the vibe in the room is like. You yeah. know. You yeah. know what I mean? And see if people step up because I actually just recently booked a show. That I'm gonna see how that goes, actually. Because I just booked Cemetery Rapist at the house. Oh, yeah. So I'm interested to see how that goes because, like, he might say some psychotic shit. In the presence of some younger people they who know? have never been exposed I, to I, Do they care? I don't think they do because we have gore grind kids at the house that vomit on themselves. I was going to say, they know?
1: puke on each other and play in their fucking, yeah. they play in their their, their excrement.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think they'll probably be fine. There's a sure. girl that like intentionally breaks her nose every show? Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, cool. I think it's fucking cool and awesome. <laughs> sure, yeah. But, yo you're probably going to regret that. 100%, dude. 100%. <laughs> it's going to come with complications. My septum is so deviated that I get a fucking, uh, I get a, a sinus infection every time I just breathe a little. Wrong. Hey, Man. as the saying goes, live fast, die. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And then as far as how fat you have to be to start a power body. Bi- I don't think very band, fat. I would say probably not too fat. However, if you are too skinny, you just end up in a fast core band. Yes, you know. If yes, you're too yes, yes, skinny, yes. you're in, in Charles Bronson, right? And if you're fat enough, then you end right. up right, like, right. I, I think that Despise you. I think so. <laughs> you
1: know, you do. You do need a certain uh, degree of heft. Yeah, 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 for sure. To uh, I,
0: to to make you lethargic, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, I agree. You got to have at least one big boy in the PV line, full full band lineup. Yeah. All right, uh, we got one from TJ. Yo, it's TJ. Uh...
6: Yeah, I'm glad you had, uh, Eric on the show last week. I didn't, uh, get to call in for that one, but, uh, I've been listening to the Worst Possible Timeline for about the same amount of time as your podcast, and, uh, uh, Eric's got one of my favorite, uh, favorite podcasting voices, full stop. I don't know, I, I like the accent. Uh, so good, good on Eric. Um, Nate, uh, I've been a fish tank guy for a long time. Um, there's a product called microblift Special Blend. Um, it's got both types of bacteria. You can use. Uh, it's got the, uh, the, the, the 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 starter bacteria, which like helps to cycle the tank initially, and then there's the uh, the uh, the maintenance bacteria, the stuff that breaks down the shit. Uh, I mean, it helps with that color, helps with the smell. So uh, you can try that um, if you if you haven't already. Um, I fostered a snapping turtle for about a year uh, before I released it back into the wild. Um, uh, There's a long story behind that, but anyway, use that uh, with the snapping turtle, uh, who is a very shitty animal, and uh, yeah, it worked really well. Uh, anyway, um, that's uh, pretty much it. I'll send the uh, I'll send a link for it to uh, to the uh, to the the, the text. Um, all right. I don't know. I'm running out of time,
0: probably. But, uh, yeah. Peace out. All right. There you go. You got some advice on fish taking maintenance. Yeah. In.
1: Thanks for that, man. I looked it up right now. Microbe Lift. I'm going to have to check that out.
0: I kind of, you know, so I had to
1: leave quickly. Yeah. And I didn't remind anybody that Al was down here. I mean, folk, you know, yeah. she knows. Yeah, sure. But I kind of wished he would have died while I was gone. <laughs> Like, I don't want anything bad to happen to Al. Sure, yeah. He's, you know, he's a lonely pleco.
0: I've got to get something else in there with him. Right. Right. You just kind of wished his time came naturally. kind of like,
2: "Uh,"
1: you know, like, he's just there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. He's not pretty to look at. I mean, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, sure, he's all If you get a good look at him. Yeah. He's interesting, you know. I mean, I appreciate all creatures great and small. Sure. But at the same time, I was like, man, I hope Al... Is is uh, not dead, but at the same time, I kind of hope he's dead.
0: <laughs> I've had that feeling about family members before, you know. Yeah, I feel. But like he's
1: it. he's alive and well, so I'll I'll get
0: the microbe lift for him, and uh, I'll get some other fish in there to keep him company. Yeah, poor guy. Sure. So. Normally, I wouldn't. I would say this kind of breaks our our rules, but because we were gone for an entire month, we got a call. We got a call from the same person that comes a week apart from yeah, one so another. That's so that's all good, right? Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll listen to the first of two calls from this individual it's from local. Who is this? I don't know. We'll we'll see if we recognize the voice.
3: Hey, it's Seth. hey.
5: So uh, maybe like an episode or two back, um, you guys were talking about. I, I, I guess. Hardcore or whatever progressing to a certain point and then like it, it, it just can't go any further. Like it just, you know, pretty much the same thing from here on out. Like it's, it's, it's reached its final form and it'll pretty much just be a regurgitation of itself again and again and again. You kind of let it into, you know, feeling a certain way you did when you, you guys were young and whatnot. So my question is, when was the last time that you guys felt like, I don't know, I, I don't want to use the word scared, but for lack of a better word right now, uh, like, like a healthy fear at a, a hardcore show or a death metal show or, or whatever. Cause, you know, I, I can remember the last time I was and it was like, I, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, at the Pirates Cove in Cleveland, Case of Steel, Summer Hay 2012. Um, that show, and there's, there might be another one, but that's, that's the first one that comes to mind. That show, it was nuts. Everything, just just the whole room was going off the entire time. Loved it. And since that point, I haven't really uh, felt that since. Um, but yeah, I was just curious.
1: It's probably been a long fucking time. But since I found felt legitimately, yeah. Like a, a healthy fear. Um, a long fucking time. It's been a long because time. Because I was just telling you, like, my first show I ever went to before we started recording, Death Metal Show, you know, got punched in the gut by the door guy. Yeah. Who was probably, uh, you know, only, like, 22 at the time. 23, but he's a grown man because I was 14. Yeah. Um, uh, Got the shit beat out of me at that show. In the, you know, just moshing and, like, learning the ropes. Um, I've been to plenty of shows where I... I was pretty excited that something might happen. Not that I
0: was sure. afraid. Yeah, sure. There was
1: that sword. We we played that show up in Northwest Indiana, and somebody pulled a sword. Oh,
0: with with blood in, blood out. Yeah, and yeah. We we're like, well, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah for like, sure.
1: All right, let's go outside and watch the window, and now let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, sure. Before the cops show up. Right. Um. I saw. I think it was. It, it was a Chris Callahan band. It's probably Ruination. Yeah um at roboto in pittsburgh in wilkinsburg at like uh i don't know maybe 2001 Mm -hmm. 2002 a lot of shit was flying through the air somebody you know trash cans tires piss soaked couch cushions that somebody found out back somebody took a, a cinder block and just lifted it overhead yeah and then like Smashed it on sure. the f- like floor and just like laid the pieces right yeah <laughs> in front of everybody sure at that point even like Chris Chris Callahan was like no, oh, fuck this yeah 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 sure fuck this <laughs> sure. and like stood over protecting it I I haven't felt genuine like fear in a in a grip no. I think here's the thing I'm I'm still within an age bracket where I'm too old for that yeah right because I've seen a, b- a few things and also I mean let's face it. I, no, he's going to fucking pop off at me to show. Yeah, you're a big man. Um and I'm also not old enough or I I'm like enfeebled. Yeah, you're not yeah, you're not frail by any
0: stretch. Right. Yeah.
1: So, I haven't felt that genuine fear in a while. It's probably been since I was a teenager.
0: Yeah. I was going to say probably like Seth cited 2012, probably around that same general time period for me, maybe like when I was in my very early 20s i can't think of like a very a hyper specific example of something certainly something Ooh. out of town Ooh, i remember seeing agnostic front
1: at laga in pittsburgh and somebody attacked my buddy steve and mm-hmm. broke his glasses and i went after him and like it was like a wretched record scratch
0: because yeah. there was a ton of skinheads there sure oh sure 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 yeah yeah, yeah. right that would be yeah that would be rough Right. That would be. Uh, there sp- was also the skinhead incident at the N A show in Indy. Yeah, sure. Which I, which I didn't, didn't even know happened until after it occurred. That, so I didn't have time to. That feel wasn't sketchy technically at
1: the show, but it was down the street, and it was, that sucked. Yeah, like, yeah, that
0: was sketchy. You know, that sucked. Um, but um, I guess I – guess I.
1: but was that at the show?
0: No, nah, that's a different thing. Right. That's a different thing. I think he's talking more about, like, the sort of organic chaos that erupts yeah. from a it's, show. It's been know? a while. It's been, it's been a been while. A grip. I also don't go
1: to shows where, like, people go with the intention of causing harm. Sure, yeah. It sure. just might happen. Right, yeah, yeah. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? That's so.
0: true. Yeah, I was going to say, like, for me, it, 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 it certainly would have been an out-of-town show. Like, I don't know that I've ever really felt that way at a local show because, like – Worst case scenario, I'm surrounded by my friends. It's all good. I, don't, I, I know the people at the show. I know the etiquette at the show. But as a young person, I definitely felt that when I was going to shows out of town, like, by myself for the first time as a young individual. Yeah, yeah, just being yeah. like, you know, I want to go off for this band, but I don't know, like what the deal is at these shows if I'm gonna get my fucking ass whooped like I don't know if these people are nice <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna fucking like me and how I fucking dance whatever so there was a healthy fear about just like starting to go to out-of-town shows by myself and and see bands that um that like incited a certain level of chaos at their shows but yeah I mean it's been a long fucking time well well over a decade for sure for sure and now I'm trying to be the fear, the fear insider. Um, all right, we got we got another one from Seth.
5: Hey, it's uh, um, so I was like, you know, I'm listening to fucking podcast. You guys go down the fucking sketchy band rabbit hole every so often, fucking all the time, actually. But uh so i by like, thinking of like different music genres and subgenres and shit of like what, like where I've heard, and possibly like catching music here and there I've never heard a racist fucking ska band (laughs) that idea in itself is fucking hilarious to me because like it's the most annoyingly upbeat like positive happy sounding music with all the horns and bullshit I fucking hate ska for that reason alone but if it was racist then it might be like (laughs) something you know Something I maybe kind of might like because it's funny. Uh, yeah, have you ever heard any racist ska bands? All right, see ya.
1: So interestingly, yeah, some of the most notorious racist bands of all time,
0: yeah, are linked to ska. In a way. In a way, sure. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, they they evolve from a common ancestor. Mm -hmm. Like, the skinhead stuff. Skinhead is fundamentally an offshoot of Caribbean immigrant culture. Right. Right? And mixing with, like, British, like, 60s British working class culture and, like, dock worker stuff. So... Early on, like, and I'm giving a lesson that everybody fucking here knows, but like in the '60s, you know, like the skin, the the, the dance hall skinheads and the suede heads and all the fucking rude boys and shit, like ska and dance hall and reggae and rock steady was the music of choice for early skinheads. That said, I think in the 70s, when the British subculture scene became really fractured and you were like either a mod or a rocker or a punk in a skin, and these were very much factions that were uh, in various levels of conflict with each other at all times. And then additionally, once you had the National Front come in and fully co-opt the skinhead movement and turn it into a far-right like radical youth movement... um, I think the vast majority of those people, even if they still profess a love for like Northern Soul and ska and Rocksteady and shit, there was not like there aren't RAC ska bands out no, no, of no no. And ska is, and ska and Rocksteady and all that shit are like, even though they were popularized broadly via like its fusion with punk, it existed for a lot a long time before that and those forms are explicitly black forms of music. Mm-hmm. So, not to say that explicitly black forms of music haven't been perverted into racist use. I mean, fucking Ian Ian Stewart from Screwdriver, you know, a lot of that stuff after Screwdriver started sucking is like classic Chuck Berry rock and roll right. that just happens to be really fucking racist but is fully like co-opted from black musicians, right? right? So, uh it's not saying that ska couldn't potentially have a racist offshoot, but certainly there was no like bands that were concurrent to that RAC stuff in England that were like ska if, skinhead bands that I'm aware of.
1: If ska has a racist offshoot, yeah. It's from like Goldfinger. <laughs> and, and other like <laughs> like third wave shit. Ska. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure.
0: I I wouldn't just with how large and wild and weird the world is, I wouldn't bet against there being at least a racist ska act There's out almost there? certainly. There probably is, but certainly none that have, like, ever achieved especially, any degree of notoriety. Especially
1: with with the distance yeah. between, you know, ska, like, first wave ska. Sure. The historical dis- distance now. Yeah. Almost fucking certainly. Yeah. Right? Because people are that goddamn clueless.
0: I will say, though, that, like, also the this sort of massive influx and then immediately immediate excising of racist elements within punk and hardcore throughout the 80s like the massive like on mass rebuttal of like yeah yeah no fuck you you're out of here has made it so that I think contemporary expressions of like racist music Don't fall within the sort of mainline genres of like punk, hardcore, et cetera, nearly as frequently as they once did. And that's why they tend to stay on the margins with like black metal and power electronics and stuff that's like really off-putting and inaccessible. Because in almost any sort of mainline hardcore punk scene, the lack of tolerance for that sort of shit is so widespread, so ubiquitous that like... The chances of there being a racist ska band at this point are like pretty slim to none because what space are you even going to exist in? Is
1: there a racist white rap outfit? Gotta be, dude. There has to be, right? There fucking has to be because everybody likes rap. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, everybody likes rap and it's been, and like it's so
0: decontextualized. Sure. Yeah. 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 Right. I would say there's gotta be, dude. I got I, I wanna look into that. Cause there's been like racist pop. There was that right. I the the name escapes me with that kid uh, Prussian Eric blue. Eric Clapton. Yeah, like, yeah, Eric Clapton, but no, like Prussian blue. It yeah. was like teenage girls right. or whatever. That was like racist pop music and there's tons of racist folk and stuff, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if there was racist white rap. There's gotta be. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check into that.
1: There's yeah. gotta be. Because you know here here's here's how I know there is. Yeah. Here's how I know there is. Cause some fucking some fucking butt hurt white dude, yeah, and his buyers like, well, it's just blah blah blah, I can do something better. Sure, than that. right, yeah, You yeah.
0: fucking know it, no doubt. You fucking know it, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so we got some text messages. First one, we have. Uh, I know Yard won't play Bros because. Won't play bros probably Oh, I know Grimyard won't play. Bros probably a wimpy piece of shit. Also, what's the trashiest fantasy pulp? Because I want to read some okay bye. So that was a hell of a run on sentence mm-hmm. there. It's um, like my dad texting me from yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. Just make
1: it all caps.
0: Yeah. Trashiest I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't go into the the true trenches yeah, yeah, of yeah. trashy fantasy pulp because you can get into like true nonsense. Right. I mean I mean
1: it, and also like there's like modern true nonsense there's a there's a series that i want to i've been meaning to check out like on uh, it's just on ebooks and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but it's like fucking like dinosaur hunter or something like that and okay. literally it's just like a like a dude that looks like a tv repair guy yeah who finds himself in like a lost world okay and it's f- the 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 what lost world is populated by monsters sure and extremely buxom women. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like that's that's like going straight for the fucking, you know, nail. Yeah. Like, like that's that's going straight for the point.
0: Like the I definitely am I'm a more well versed in trashy fantasy film because when I read fantasy books I usually want them to be like some degree of kind pretty of, good kind of readable kind of readable and sure It's yeah. just
1: only incidentally I'm like
0: whoa this guy's really fucking horny like the Ed Greenwood like stuff Ed that Greenwood we talked stuff, about yes. sure yeah Um but like you know if you want fan- trashy fantasy film like watch the Deathstalker movies right there's tits galore in that it's it's about nothing
1: Fine. just just look up any fucking sword and sorcery movie from the fucking 80s. Yeah, exactly. After sure. Conan?
0: Yeah. Even Conan? Even Conan, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, sorry it can't be more of more help. But, uh, trust me, you pick something that looks like shit off of the rack at your used bookstore and you're, you're going to get something yeah. that meets your criteria. There's right. plenty of it out Just
1: there. Just look for if there's some heavy knockers. Yeah. On the cover. For sure. You know it's in the inside, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you see some heavies
0: here, you, know, you know what's <laughs> you going know on. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one is just uh, TJ giving you the info the info about the microbe lift special. Yeah, I've, special got, I've got it pulled up. I'm going to get some of that shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so this one is a picture it's, uh, rest in paradise, my husband, may the heaven, may the heaven take your soul. And, uh, it's a post on what appears to be, I don't know if that's TikTok or whatever. It says today, my lovely husband, Gary died in the arms of our homosexual grandson, Loris. Lawrence, rest in peace. We'll forever miss you in the magical <laughs> nights we had. I question if that is legitimate. I said, I responded to that way and said, no way that is fucking real. <laughs>
1: But yeah. if it is, God bless. That's some AI shit, man.
0: He's got, yeah, for sure. Don't believe what you see. Um, hello, autism activists. I'm not on the most recent episodes, but wanted to ask if either of you, but more likely Nate, has any more deep forest slash way off grid stories slash findings. Well, he's probably referencing like when you the were talking shack. about seeing the mur- the murder shack and the the man driving by with the woman in the car. Yeah,
1: not 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 so much anymore because I haven't really been working in the deep forest anymore and off yeah. the grid. I mean, here in Indiana, yeah, you're lucky if you find a hundred acres of intact woods in the sure. northern half of the state. Yeah, no doubt. So I haven't really been out
0: in the deep woods that much anymore. Yeah. This is this is one of those things too like not just deep woods but general off the grid way off the beaten path kind of stuff. I mean, I'm sure that I do, but I am horrible at like instantaneous recall when asked a question like this. Yeah. Like for example, like I could, if, if unprompted, I could tell you a list of many of my favorite books and films and, and bands, and if somebody comes up to me and says, what are some of your favorite movies? I forget that right. I've ever seen a movie. You have to remind like, yourself what a movie I is. I don't know what that is. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Movie. Yeah, for sure. So I'm sure that I have some some off-the-grid, like, weird encounters, uh, but nothing comes to mind. Yeah, I right. mean,
1: I I if I, if I sat down and thought about it, sure, but it's not anything
0: in the past – Yeah. Easy 10 years. It's been a a grip for me, for sure. It's been a grip. I would like to have some more weird experiences. And what is
1: weird? I mean, bear encounters? Sure. Yeah, bear encounters, not that weird. Right? Yeah. Fucking snakes do it all the time. Most people might think that's fucking weird. Finding drugs? Yeah. How weird do we got to get? I'm thinking thinking like murder shack weird. I did find um, in one of my properties in Indiana about nine years ago, my assistant and I found... uh, um, five chickens arranged in a, in a in a five pointed sort of pentacle.
0: Sure, yeah. With their weird. heads
1: cut off in the woods. There you go. That's weird. I thought it was cool. That I wanted to see. Sure. What, what I wanted to know what happened here. I would like to see like what person in northern Indiana did that. I bet you it's just some goofy fucking redneck kid that saw something on the internet. That's what I would that's imagine. What I hope it isn't. I hope it's something yeah, real. I hope it's something real too. Right. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It made me think about getting some chickens and doing it and seeing what happens. Yeah. No doubt. I'm telling you right now, if killing five chickens yeah could assure me mm-hmm. some sort of like astral linkage and some definitely like off the wall shit from happening yeah, I am killing chickens
0: all the time. Yeah, I gotta say, man, I would no longer adhere to the vegan lifestyle. Those chickens, yeah, those those chickens are. I will yeah. fucking raise them, right? Yeah, those those chickens will become fodder for Saturday demons, night. Right? Let's go, ladies. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, okay, I think this is from Seth. Follow up to the voicemail I just left. The last time I felt scared or like a healthy, excited fear at a show was dehumanized and bludgeoned Ten of Swords and I think either Unit 731 or Cold Rain at the shop in Pittsburgh in maybe, maybe 2012, 2013. Chairs, stools, beer bottles, et cetera, were thrown throughout the entirety of the show and the floor became an ocean of broken wood and glass. Anything that could be dove off of was. I haven't experienced that kind of disregard for safety at a show since. Well, with band names yeah. like that, you know they mean business. You know they mean business. Those are Those are some heavy boys... They're not fucking around. Yeah, with some f- the flattest of bills, yeah. the meshest of shorts. I mean, frankly, that sounds fun. That does sound fun.
1: You know, I'll just hang off to the side. Yeah, for
0: sure. Right. Yeah. Watch. Just watch. Yep. Right. Sure. Yep. Keep my head down. See what's going on. Right. Um, Kawi sent us uh, just a the an official Spotify playlist that's entitled Hair or Die, and. Um, it has a Blackout by Turnstile on it, which, yeah, at this point, that's not. I, I responded to that and just said, yeah, it's incredibly par for the course. Turnstile is a full-on just a, a mainstream rock band at this point. They're in Taco Bell commercials. They fully passed the threshold into just, like, mainstream hey, spaces. Hey, they are in tourist ter- territory. They are officially into tourist Came territory. Came
1: up, paid their fucking dues, made their fucking money. Good for them. No shade on them whatsoever, sure. but tourists fucking love them.
0: Yeah, for sure. It is what it is. Uh, I'm listening to Man is the Bastard and reading the Wikipedia article about misanthropy, so I'm having a real normal night, not on the edge at all. Hey, hey you said that on February 2nd. I hope that you're still alive and haven't gone I on a shooting I story. hope
1: you're still around, too. That sounds like a typical uh, typical evening yeah. for me. Yeah. That sounds like it's a, a, a typical night. lunch at work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's
0: <laughs> me checking out during a Zoom meeting. Yeah, 3 hmm. o'clock on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure um hi this is chris from golden guitar gods haven't been in touch lately but i'm homeless in hawaii <laughs> damn it educated people will know it's nice being homeless out here we smoke out and stroke off on the beach all day anyways <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for nate's triumphant return Demolence and miss is missed and loved by the triple g family also convulse records bands all sound like harm's way trying to sound like youth attack <laughs> pretty gay R.I.P. Ed King and Craig Groove. You know he's actually not wrong about Convulse Records. Harms Way is trying to sound like youth It's dance. not. It's it's
1: it, ha- half of them. It's not a
0: million miles off. It's not yeah. a million miles off, and for I don't sure. know
1: if that's necessarily a, uh, I I don't know if that's necessarily a disparaging comment.
0: No, for sure. Maybe maybe from Chris's perspective, but yeah, I like I like it. Well, the thing is, there's no guitar gods in either one of those bands. That's true for sure. It's just not. It's not to Chris's taste. But Chris, I'm glad to hear that you're living up in Hawaii. As educated educated people. Do you indeed know it's a fucking cakewalk out there, right. man. Be homeless in Hawaii. It ain't f- right. Hell, I'm thinking about I'm in a transitional period of my life. You know, I'm thinking about having to shoulder more responsibility, et cetera, et cetera. But the other option is I sell all my shit, and I go live on a beach in Hawaii and just drink out of coconuts. There you go. You know what I mean? I mean, I could right solve there. a lot of my problems. It's right there. It's All right the plastic straws in the beach, just yeah. grab a coconut, <laughs> just, jam it in just there. Just jam it in, dude. Never go hungry um so this one is good we first of all it's an image <laughs> of a shrimp that says number one autistic beast which i like a lot really good image cleaner shrimp are kind of that way aren't they yeah they are <laughs> very, sure. they're very particular yeah they are they are quite particular and then do you all like goat moon or absurd moon, uh, absurd more uh, i would say probably goat moon absurd is kind of a, a bit of a meme band yeah uh,
1: I, I i i didn't I could never get into absurd even when uh, even in the nineties. Yeah. Absurd absurd is like even putting aside the the goofiness and, and you know, the uh the rate that's the one with the racist yeah, uh, yeah. little dude in it. Yeah, yes, yeah for
0: sure. I was really trying.
1: Is is it okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I know where you're going, yeah.
1: Do I have to be careful about how I refer to a little person if they're racist?
0: I don't know that there is a, a little person in absurd. Is that true? I thought there was. I don't think so. Which which <laughs> which, which which like second wave racist
1: black metal band <laughs> had a fucking little person? In it? I don't. I don't know. Am I totally wrong about
0: this? I I don't. I do. I don't know about this. If this is a real thing, I am I am certainly pleading ignorance to this because I am unaware of it. And when you look at Absurd's promo images, I don't... <laughs> Why s-
1: do I think that
0: there was? <laughs> I don't know, but that's a sick belief to have for sure. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, I don't think so. That, who the
1: fuck am I thinking about?
0: I don't know, but I hope that there's a racist dwarf out there, man. Um, I, I see what you're saying, though. Because it kind of it kind of goes back on my, like, what I've said for many years, and what y- you have said, in fact, too, which is, like, use the language of the enemy against them, right? Like, there's no better thing to call a, a, a fucking moronic, bigoted redneck than a bunch of uh, homophobic epithets, right? Because right, right. that's the worst thing in their mind right. that they could be, right? So, yeah, that said, I'm not sure. You know, this kind of ties... It's b- abruptum. Oh, Abruptum, sure. I just sold an Abruptum shirt, actually, the okay. other day. I don't think Abruptum is racist, though.
1: I, I thought they were.
0: They, I mean, they're, they're all fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, whether sure. or not they
1: said it or not, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm not even sure if this guy's a fucking dwarf. I don't <laughs> fucking know. I, for some reason, I thought that there was one, right? Yeah. And he was racist, and so I didn't really pay attention to it. Sure, yeah. But, like... <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I, straight up, no matter what they're telling you, no matter what these old guys are telling you, that yeah. they've been around and like, no, no, it wasn't that way. Hey, they were all, every single goddamn one of them yeah. was racist at some degree. That's probably true, yeah. In 1991. That is that is probably correct. Yeah, Because they were all fucking edgy teenagers yeah. living in... Fairly homogeneous countries,
0: and and there are connections between like abruptum and like one of the members was in like Marduk, yeah. which has you know Panzer Panzer Division Marduk and stuff, which they have said is not racist and is just you know an appreciation for military history, but nonetheless, you you,
1: you know what I mean. So, like, so now I have to figure out if he's actually little. Um, yeah, I I couldn't. And w- w- here it is. People also ask what band has a midget singer. <laughs> Right. Well, this is not
0: it. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure it's not, dude. <laughs> I mean, again, looking at looking at pictures, there is a dude in the band that looks like he might be a little guy. Like, when you look, if you go on their discogs and you see the one that's, like, the abruptum black metal and they're in, like, corpse paint and there's, like, a Baphomet star and whatever. Yes, yes. He does look like a little guy. He's yes. got the chain on and stuff. Yes. And then in the picture right next to that, one guy is hunched over and he's still a little bit taller than mm-hmm. that guy. So I'm not sure if he's quite, like, a full-on little person, but he is, like, a little fella.
1: Right, and I'm, I'm also going to say that, like, um, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, he's a little fella. And I'm going to say this. If a little person is racist, Mm -hmm. all bets are off. Call them whatever (laughs) you want. My question... I don't even
0: know if little little person is correct anymore. I'm not sure. (laughs) A diminutive individual. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't know. I would say my, my only pushback against that would be like, you know, when you're calling them a midget or a dwarf or whatever... Does it by extension affect those who identify as little people who are not racist? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying like that's kind of like saying if a if a black dude really gets under your skin, go ahead and call him go ahead go go ahead and, go <laughs> yeah, ahead and like, use whatever no, you want yeah, you know what I, I
1: mean? <laughs> well, see here's the thing though, I think that's a little different because like. I don't think that there's the cultural
0: baggage. That's true. That's true. Like, like, yeah, with like midget or dwarf or whatever. It's just it's more just like a preferred nomenclature type of thing, right? right?
1: Like, I I I will say that Abruptum has one of my favorite band metal band member photos.
0: It also has the so the shirt I sold. It was a, a repress, but it's the one where it's like on the back. It has like the symbol, and it's like. Uh, I can't remember what it says. It's like no mosh, no trend. Yeah. You know? And that's a, such a fucking, that's an iconic yeah, yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and they also make music that is at times like bordering on unlistenable, which I love about yeah. them too.
1: So I, for some reason, I thought there was a little person abruptum. If he's racist, call him a midget. If he's not, call him a little
0: person. <laughs> all right, yeah. And then take that logic and apply it to all no, marginalized No, 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 groups. you have to take
1: in context, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't apply that elsewhere. Don't don't take that same logic, which could easily be applied in a very closely adjacent situation, and also use it there. Only here because nobody gives a fuck about this particular issue. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. We've been going for a, a good two hours. This was our 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 uh, our grand return episode. We're back to forum, baby. We know. We know. We promised you guys a. Uh, a Hell Week series, so we're going to do those at some point soon. You know, full disclosure, Nate's going to be going back and forth to PA. Um, there, there
1: there might be, like, uh, we're going to try our best, but there might be another interruption, not more than, like, uh, an episode. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to get some uh, Hell Week out of the way. It'll be the final descent. Yeah, the final descent to Hell, right. And yep. um, then, uh, you know, I guess fuck it.
0: Yeah, for sure. So if there's a little interruption on uh, one week here and there, you know, just... Keep in mind, it's still, there's the, the fallout around something like this is always much larger than you could ever here, expect. Here and it to last way longer. Here you go. Here you go. Here uh-huh. you go. Is this abruptum
1: related? This is abruptum related. Okay. Here um, on uh, metalstorm.net, uh-huh. a forum, right? Yeah. About abruptum. Yeah. In, uh, on August 20th, 2007, uh-huh danger boner from the usa says i read somewhere that it is a midget (laughs) is that true i'm being serious (laughs) by the way
0: (laughs) so i didn't just make that up yeah 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 sure you didn't just make that up that's fair and like i said looking at the band photo he looks like a little fella right for sure hey
1: fucking get it right yeah
0: Yeah, (laughs) but like if you're racist yeah fuck you (laughs) fuck you no doubt you're gonna get it. Yeah, if you're racist, you're a midget. <laughs> 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 I think welcome I, back. I think I think we just discovered the episode the <laughs> episode title. <laughs> All right, yeah. Welcome, welcome back. We'll we'll see you, see you next week.